Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hi, this is Monique. And this is Sydney. And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open, Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends. How many of us have them? Mother and daughters. Is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. <laughs> That's what's up. Hello, my loves. Hello, my loves. And welcome. Welcome. To another episode of Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Mama. <laughs> what? Every time your look never changes. Like you look at me like, what? I'm looking at you like the show's starting. You're doing the greeting. I'm awake to say hello. Yeah. As opposed to go ahead, say hello, my loves. Hello. Okay. Hello, my Oh uh, yeah. Well, see, this is what we oh, doing you. today because shit I like. Right. Drop it off. Right. Okay? Kay. Because you'll be looking at me like, okay, mama, Sally from Romper Room is not here. Well, that's not the look. I'm the look just be the look. Baby, I'm just looking at you like it's a lovely day. Yes, it is. Yeah. So what we talking about today, daddy? Tell them. How do you stay kind in a world that can act so mean. That's it. 404-832-2963. We're talking about it today. How do you stay kind in a world that can act so mean? How do we come up with this topic, baby? It was a multitude of things. Come you on. Know. Um, one of them specifically that was a buildup. Um, we were having a conversation, and everyone knows in reference to the boycott, Oprah, Tyler, and so forth. And there's a lot of people that have um, their input. Uh, And what happens is sometimes the way in which they put their input in Mm. can be somewhat inappropriate. And there was a gentleman who, based upon my promise to them because of the way that he came off and his friend fell on the sword and apologized profusely for him, I will allow them to remain nameless, but we will speak specifically about what transpired. And it was an individual that happened to jump into a conversation that he wasn't invited into and was rather impolite. And as opposed to um, being nasty to him, there was a level of humor. There was a level of sarcasm at best that I had to retort with because you say to a person who is a stranger to you, who the hell are you? Mm. You could easily say, mm-hmm. who the hell are you telling us what we should do and we don't know you? And they came across as very entitled. Come on. Privileged. Privileged. Mm-hmm. And knowledgeable to a fault. Come on. So much of a fault that I had to ask my Caucasian brother. I had to ask, well, Who is the man that tells you and your wife how to conduct their business? And he seemed to be offended by that. Come on. And when you have people that get offended because they approached you and you retorted and they didn't like the approach, Mm. 
it begs the question, are you crazy for you would have never gotten a response had you not been the one who was the catalyst to the response? Come on. Cause and effect. You were the cause. The effect was. You got your ass handed to you. Sure and now right. your feelings are hurt. And there it is. And and I just want to uh, really give it in layman's terms. Tell them. Okay. So what happens is, right, let's say if Pam and Lisa is having a conversation, right? And that's between Pam and Lisa. Pam and Lisa. Right? Now, here comes Sharice. Now, Sharice jumps into the conversation and she wants to tell Pam how she now feels about what she was saying to Lisa. Now, Pam hands Sharice her ass. Mm. Then Sharice walks away insulted, offended, and now her feelings are hurt. And now she wants to go back and say, well, I can't believe you said the shit you said to me. And then Lisa's saying, well, bitch, you got into a conversation that had nothing to do with you. And oftentimes that's what we face. Oftentimes that's what we face. In this industry. And right now, especially right now, there are a lot of people with opinions. There are a lot of people that... Think they know this business inside out? Inside out. How we should make our deals? Who should we make our deals with? It's just, I mean, it's been nonstop. But for these uh, brothers here, they felt the need to not only try to tell us how to run our business, but they were getting rather insulting. And when you say, how do you stay kind in the world of X so mean? See, my husband, who I so affectionately call daddy, when I watch Sydney have conversations with people that my words would be, are you out of your motherfucking mind? Those would be my words. And don't call me no goddamn more. Those would be my words. But I watch my husband deal with people with love and kindness and very gentle. And when you deal with people like that, what I'm learning is they get even more offended because now there's no argument. There's no cussing out. He's simply saying, let me ask you a question. And when they can't seem to answer those questions, now here comes all the nasty and the ugly. And I see why people don't want to deal with you because you. But when you understand what's really being said, you realize we're being faced with a lot of cowards. And what happens is we all know about the bully effect. Come on. It's they walk big. But when someone stands up to them and socks them right between the eyes, they run because they're not used to being challenged versus the littlest guy in the room. That's the one that attend to your ass. Come on. Because he knows what it is to be picked on. He knows what it is to be a fighter. And typically, how many little guys do you see walking around starting a fight? Well, here's the thing. You really, you don't see that. But when the little guy revs up, now they want to make the little guy crazy. Oh, he's crazy. Now they want to say, oh, oh, what's wrong? I, I saw this little thing on my little TV, which is the Facebook, right? That's my little TV. And I saw this little boy. Now, when you watch children, they're nothing but adults in the workings, in the makings, mm -hmm. right? I watched this little boy. He was walking into his classroom. There was another little boy behind him, and he kept pushing this little boy in his back. And the little boy said, please stop bullying me. Please don't push me no more. And he kept pushing his baby. Now a crowd is around, and you hear all the other kids. And this little boy was like, please, I'm asking you, please leave me alone. Till finally, 
That little boy turned around, and when I tell you he whooped that bully's whooped ass, him. he whooped that bully's ass so good that the bully said, who else was hitting me? Who else was hitting me? Who? And that little boy was like, I will kill your ass in here. Leave me alone. And it hurt my heart to see that baby have to go there. But that's what happens mm -hmm. when you keep getting pushed, and you keep getting pushed, and you keep getting pushed. And someone just said, does everybody pick on Monique? Let me answer this, son of Abraham, because this is who it is in the room. Brother of God, the Lord, Jehovah, and all of the religious people. Tell him. Let me answer you, brother. Everybody doesn't pick on Monique. Not at all. And when you say everybody, that's a lot of motherfuckers. Everybody is so many people, we can't even begin to name them. You're hearing me say a few people's names that I've been saying for years. The story hasn't changed. We haven't changed. We've been saying the same story for years. What happens, though, is when the person that's being bullied says, let me rev up because I'm getting tired of being bullied. That's when you have people like Son of Abraham that comes into the Periscope every show and make statements like everyone picks on Monique. No, baby, everyone doesn't pick on Monique. As a matter of fact, the masses are beautiful people and we all have a great time together. But you have a few. You have a few that want to say I'm the most powerful. I'm, I got the biggest bag. I, I can say and do what I want to do. And when you have those people that are saying, not over here, you can't. And you have individuals that are predatory because it's no different than a fish tank. Watch the fish who gets bitten in an aggressive fish tank and fish that have no beef with him begin to start biting off of him. Why? Because... <laughs> He's the weaker fish. Get his ass. And then they begin to chew his ass up. Well, we are swimming with sharks. This is the terminology that's used. So what happens is you'll have individuals that will approach you and your reputation precedes you. Because when you call an individual difficult, that starts off because literally people are not grasping. She's not working for a company that she did not have a deal with, and the company that she worked with that she had a deal with, which was Lee Daniels Entertainment Inc., is who she worked with and worked for and did her promotion for him domestically because, as Lee Daniels said specifically, nobody's got, people are under the impression that nobody's going to come out to support two big black fat women. Well, what we found out that in 1,000 theaters, 1,000 theaters, 1,000 theaters, not 2,000, 1,000, not 3,000, 1,000. They made these two big black fat women and a ensemble of incredible actors made $60 million off a $10 million investment. What'd you say, daddy? $60 million off a $10 million investment. And one would say, and I, excuse me if I digress, because I am, one would say, how do you make sixty million and one thousand theaters, and nobody said why the why not put it in two thousand theaters? Why not put it in three thousand? And how did you make sixty million dollars if you didn't promote the film? And how did Oprah and how did Tyler and how did they all come together? Well, because Monique was on that show called the Oprah Winfrey Show promoting the movie. So when you have an exclusive contract and you have a world of people out there that say to you, Monique, you are crazy. Why am I crazy? I know you didn't have a contract with them, but you know who they are, which means that don't you know you should be afraid? And what we're saying is perhaps we should. Hmm. But that's why we crazy. 
That's why we don't have no sense because what we are afraid of is not addressing it head on loudly. But when we do these things, short of being on the stage, because then all bets are off. But when we're off the stage, there's a level of decency. There's Mm. a level of tact that it's important for me to conduct myself with. Now, Monique can verbally bitch slap somebody. In the mouth! Because it's happened before. (laughs) It's happened before. She's verbally bitch slapped individuals before. But when you ask them why did she do it, they would be embarrassed to tell you why. And that's why when we say, how do you stay kind in a world that can act so mean? Because when you know the truth, there's no need to be nasty. When you know the truth and when you have people like Oprah Winfrey that says, oh, negativity, I can't deal with negativity. She's the light. And she's the warrior. The warrior. Of light. When you have a woman saying that, right? And she turns it and says, oh, it's being negative. Y'all, here's what I will say to y'all. Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled by the grins. Don't be fooled by the giveaways. Don't be fooled by the fluff. You got to really start paying attention. And the reason why I don't have to call my sister Oprah Winfrey any names. Now, when I'm on that comedy stage, I'm what? Doing comedy. I'm doing comedy. You were given... First of all, by the president of comedy, because mm. he elected himself, Chris Spencer, he said it. Yes, he did. He gave Monique a comedic license and all comedians out there, their comedic license to say the shit that they want to say. As Chris Spencer, he is the what? The president of the comedy world. And he has my vote. And he Chris has Spencer, my vote. you got my goddamn you vote. You damn right. Because the shit he was saying was real and it was honest. And again, because I want to keep going back to the topic of, of the title, how do you be kind in a world that acts so mean? Mm-hmm. And what happens is you don't have the energy to be mean because that right there is what will cause you to get cancer and make you sick and make you go through all of these stress and all of this. As a humble example, who? Our sister, Wendy Williams, as a humble example, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot. You cannot. Thank you, Jocelyn. sharing and saying things about people negatively and think that at some point in time, it will not affect you. And you knew something was wrong and you knew it was going to happen from a spiritual standpoint, even before she initially passed out. Because you're carrying around negativity and you're thriving and living off of people's misery. But then when it happens to you, nobody wants to be thrown on the, on, uh, under the bus. Nobody wants to be ridiculed. No one wants to be mistreated. Now you want understanding. And guess what? We want to give you understanding, Sister Wendy, despite the things that you said, because we understand this business makes you lose yourself. Come on. And as our brother Jordan Peel, and congratulations on your Oscar Award, good brother, he can he showed us the sunken room. Yes. And that's where people go to the sunken room and they get hypnotized by the lights, looking like a deer, standing there. And all of a sudden, 
all of a sudden, the person that they used to be Come on. is not who they currently are because they're trying to get the proverbial bag. And with our sister Wendy Williams, with our brother Lenard, a.k.a. AKA. Uh, Charlemagne the God. Get him. Char- what's Charlemagne? Okay, Charlemagne the God. When you have people like that, you don't knock them down. Mm-mm. We have to keep uplifting them, mm-hmm. and hopefully it will click with them that they will get into the uplifting game. Because when you watch our sister Wendy, when you watch, and y'all, we all know the story. When you watch a person five days a week for five hours a week, and 99% of everything they're saying is belittling, demeaning, degrading. I'm going to knock you down. I'm going to talk about you. I'm going to talk bad. When you watch that day in and day out, what do you think they take home? And what are you taking home? And, you know, Sid and I had this conversation the other day. We were in a closet. And I said, you know, Daddy, I said, touring around this country. And when you go to do radio, most, not all, because that's unfair, but most morning radio is about knocking you down. Mm-hmm. When you listen to most morning radio, it is, and you hear the celebrity uh, news of the day, well, this one doing that one, and this one doing this one, and this one doing that one, but it's no uplift. Everybody is in, not everybody, Monique, stop generalizing shit. A lot of people are into how can we rip you apart? How can we make you look as bad as we can make you look? How can we, for ratings, make us shine and say mean shit? It's like there was one radio show that did a, a bit on, um, what's our baby name? A, a Future. Yes. Future, right? And Future was saying that he was not going to take a thought home. Okay. Now, this radio show, they went in on Future, and you got all these babies, and you got this, and you got that, and you got this. You mean, was that, who was that? That was the radio. Wanda? Yes. And uh, Frank Ski? Yes. Right. And, and, and Sophia. Okay, well, Sophia well, there? She spoke in reference to it, but you know, it was the. But they were speaking so harshly about this brother. And I looked at Sid and I said, Daddy, I said, you know, I said, do you know what could have happened with that? When that man said, I'm not taking no thought home, do you know how we could have uplifted our community with that? When you say, okay, sisters, this brother is telling you what he's looking for. And he's telling you if you're showing up with your ass out, if you're showing up with your titties out and your nipples banging, popping, if you showing up looking like you're ready to sell something, you ain't the one I'm taking home to meet my mama. I'm going to take you to the Motel 6, but not to meet my mama. But they took it, and it became ugly. And it's like, y'all, why do we jump on the wagon so quick to tear us down? See, we don't have to wait for, for Netflix to tear me down. Ain't got, Netflix ain't had to say shit because it was us. Mm-hmm. Who now? And when you have us saying from other countries, why is it that we got to defend ourselves to ourselves? This doesn't make sense. So when you hear these morning shows and everything is, I'm trying to, how can we make them look bad? How can we make them, how can we knock them down? How can we fuck them up? And what happens is this the very individuals that find glee and happiness, so it would seem, for ratings. By exploiting our stars, our celebrities, who are nothing more than human beings with their own concerns and problems. They just happen to have a talent in a specific field. Those same radio hosts, specifically Sister Wanda in this situation, are the very ones that when they do wrong, 
They have protection around them. No one wants to reveal what's transpired with her. So when you have a person that is saying things like, oh, yeah, I was over at Monique's house because she loves Kevin Hart and Kevin Hart was over at Monique's house and I was there too. Now, we're interested to know it, here in Georgia, what where did she come to and why is she telling people that she was over Monique's house? Now, if she might have got away with it, it's those blasted kids hadn't gotten in the way. Okay, <laughs> okay goddamn it, Scooby-Doo. might have gotten away with it. But what happens is when you start talking about Monique and then you start adding Kevin Hart, well, Monique does love her some Kevin Hart and they got a great relationship. But the reality is Kevin ain't never been over to the crib. Not here and not anytime. It and may have been Kevin Jenkins. Kevin Jenkins' heart? Nigga, no, it, it may have been, it may have been, nigga, Kevin Jones. Kevin Jones? Yeah. But that don't sound like Kevin Hart. I know, nigga, but it, okay, she, we may have been drinking. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> you know when shit is real, when your wife say, I know, nigga, but shit, listen, and you just keep on going because that's how we do. That's how we do. Ain't no need fronting in front. You 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 called us. So at the at the end of the day, when you have people creating things, but then we were supposed to do an interview with a brother named Frank Ski, who we love that cat. Baltimore, back, back and forth. But we couldn't because we shared with him, listen, we're gonna have a real conversation about what keeps our community down. Yes. And when you have a conversation about an individual that would say something that's trivial and create a lie about that, like lying about something trivial, how can you trust someone about something big in conjunction with the fact that she grandstand or was grandstanding a couple years ago when Moni came on the show, uh, the, the, the Ryan Cameron and Wanda show, and another cat that's a stand-up dude, brother Ryan Cameron, stand-up cat. But she then said to Monique, let me help you out. I need to help you out. This is after Monique says, listen, I can't work for free. I don't have a contract. Well, well, you know what? I need to help you out. Now, listen, Wanda has a very respectable career, very respectable. However, ever so humbly, she's not done enough to be able to be someone that would counsel Monique in that regard. However, Monique being who she is, and that was the last thing that said before the show went off, so there was no retort. Monique being who she is then calls Wanda up because Wanda never called her to share this grand knowledge that she was going to, that she said on the radio show, again, grandstanding. So Monique, you know your girl, she going to call up and say, well, I, I was calling you to find out the information you wanted to share with me. And what did Wanda say? I got to call you back. And what? when did you get the call back? Well, if she called any of y'all back, y'all give her my number. Well, stay woke. And let her call me. Baby, <laughs> sleep Come on now. Come on That's now. all I'm saying. And here's the thing. Some people would say, and we understand it, because someone said in the room, why are y'all beating a dead horse? Let me tell you something, because the horse didn't die. Oh. And what happens in our community is we've been taught, shut up and be humble. Y'all mm-hmm. heard our mm-hmm. baby Kendrick Lamar uh, sing the uh, song? Uh, uh, uh. Shut yeah. up. Be humble. Sit down, bitch. Be humble. Y'all heard it. So what's happening right now is, and as I said in another interview, and as I'll say it right now on our show, I'm going to keep talking 
until I have no more breath. I'm going to keep talking until there's equality. If it does not happen in my lifetime, then God damn it, as I'm taking my last breaths, and if my husband should outlive me, I'm going to be looking at him and saying, Daddy, keep it going, nigga. Stop playing. You know your <laughs> ass is going to keep going, girl. So, so real shit, though, y'all. And, 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 and my mom, y'all know I call her my mom, Queen Cookie. She be wanting to cuss everybody out, cuss to call their houses and cuss them and kick them and get them. And I have to say, Mama, it's no need for us to do any of that because what happens is the truth always comes out. Even if we're not here to see it. See, we forgot a movie called Hidden Figures, which in my humble opinion, that's one in a million. There are so many hidden figures, but I'm sure what those women were told was just be quiet. And like one of our folks said, they told LeBron to shut up and just dribble the ball. And thank you, LeBron, for being a modern-day Bill Russell and refusing to shut up. When you see this man doing it the right way, come on. and you got Phil Jackson talking about him and his posse. Come on. His posse. But what happens, too, is, Daddy, people really start letting you see who they are. They do. Because the moment you challenge their authority. See, as long as, as, long as no one was ever challenging Phil, but the moment you got a brother saying, wait a minute, brother, I respect you. But not over-respect you. Your words are your words, and my words are my words, and I'm a man. That's what's up. That's when you start seeing who motherfuckers really are. Because at that point, it's like, oh, you don't think I'm the great one. So now we got to show you. And what happens is that's what makes you difficult. See, you don't have to cuss somebody out in order to be difficult. All you have to do in a game, like especially in entertainment, is ask a question to somebody that no one asks questions to. Come on. And then don't mess around. Don't mess around. And they are not able to answer that question because, damn it, you are the worst. Ever. And and I'm going to tell y'all something right from my mouth. I've never cussed nobody out. I have never, ever in my life cussed anybody out. I didn't cuss some motherfuckers Uh, in. Okay. But I ain't never cussed them out. I cuss you in. Okay, and I cuss you up. Dead. But I ain't never cuss you out. And when I do cuss, it's cussing love. I don't cuss in me. Well, again... You're not the person that's going to walk up to an individual, drinking a cup of coffee, eating a ham sandwich. For those that don't eat ham, let's just say you had a vegetarian sandwich. Your girl don't walk up to him and slap the coffee and the sandwich out their hand. No. But if you come over talking shit with a sandwich in hand and a coffee in hand, well, things could go different. In kindness. And kindness and love. Because the crazy thing is, the moment (laughs) she says what she says, and if the individual gets it and man's or woman's up, then it's like we can hug each other. But you got to understand, if you are the type of individual that are a bully and you run into somebody that's saying, Oh, I know you beat all of them up, and you might beat me up too. You might. But what we're going to do, it's a lot of dirt around here, and we're going to have it all over the both of us. Come on. So that we can both understand that what you're not going to do is run up on me like that again. Come on, y'all. We're talking about it.
How do you stay kind in a world that can act so mean? 404-832-2963. And just a humbling suggestion that I have, how do you stay kind when the world can act so mean? You have to say to yourself, is this worth me giving my energy to of meanness? Because it's hard to just be mean to one person. You know, when do you cut that off? Let's go to the lines and talk about it. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you calling from? Hey, 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 it's KB calling right from L.A. Hey, uh, KB. Y'all, I just, I just, yes, ma'am. Uh, I just want to say, you know, I love both of you guys to life. And uh, living here in Los Angeles, I just have to say, you know, I, you hear it a lot, but, you know, don't mess with them. Don't mess with them. You know, they ain't really hot right now. But I just want to applaud you for standing your truth and standing your grind. I'm sure if I, I've tried to tell you guys this a few times, but it, 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 being so young and watching entertainer such as you, uh, done, doing what you're doing, and a lot of people want you to shut your mouth, but it, it, it's something that happens every day. We deal with it in equality, whether it's in the entertainment business, whether, whether it's wherever. You know what I'm saying? But my thing would be how to be... Um, you know, how to be kind in a world that's so mean is simply being you. Now, I heard somebody say, kill people with kindness. And, you know, I don't kill people with kindness because to kill them, but I do it because that's who I am. That's right. And when that's you right. have a husband like yourself, Mr. Sidney, that, that continue to stand by you no matter what. And let me just say this. You continue to stand by your husband because there have been times where we have entertainers, female entertainers, that have told you, from what, what you said on your podcast, uh, uh, get a new management, get this new husband, but you still say, no, that's my man. Where's your husband? And as I said before, now when I look at you, I say, Lord, now give me a wife one day. That's <laughs> beside me like you have. And so you have young people like me, young as I am, that's in this business, that's looking and on you, depending on both of you guys to make a change. Because it's just not about Netflix. It's just not about uh, 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 black women. I'm telling you what I've seen and witnessed with my, you know, what I've even went through. And I know you got to say, you know, you're young, you got to pay your dues. It's about paying the dues. But sometimes when is enough enough? Come on, and man. so when I watch, and I'm, and I'm just going to say this, and I'm going to get over real quick. But when I watch people like Adele Givens, and I don't know if you've seen the interview with her bashing, and belittling another sister. And I'm trying not to get emotional because we as black people, we can agree to disagree. But when you do it on a public platform and you bash somebody, I, I have a lot. I have a lot. I, that, that, that means a lot. So I want to tell you, keep continuing to stand. But also, to both of you guys, uh, I heard a sister by the name of Lonnie Love say something. Deal the cause. said, what did you say? I think it's deal the, claw, the cause that, uh, that, 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 that's playing you. In other words, it's so many people that's supporting you. So many people I know right now, uh, they put they put what they want to put out on the, on the on the media. Like right now, that's been the headlines. Okay, you bash Oprah Winfrey, you done did this, you and that, that. But what they're not what they're not putting on the headlines is some of the things what you sing are, are real. The enlightenment of like Jada Pickens said, they look at how you said it and where you came from, but they're not looking at the truth. In Hollywood, they choose their difficulties. They choose their difficulties who they want to deal with. But I love y'all. I, 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 I do. It's been a lot of people saying, man, don't fuck with them. They're not hot right now. They're away from but I can't do it. We love you, baby. I love y'all. Keep y'all head up. We That's love you, up. my baby. You know, it's again, it's babies like that that make us say we got to keep going. Got you. And let me say this to our community. 
the black community, how is it that we keep letting other people tell us what's hot and what's not? Come on. How is it that we keep letting people tell us, oh, R&B ain't the shit no more. You got to go to pop. How is it that we can't seem to stand on our own and come up with our own decisions, our own choices, our own options? We keep being fed what's hot and what's not. And I have to say this, and I'm going to say it in kindness and in love. But when you have black people at the helm of our community, like a Oprah Winfrey, like a Tyler Perry, like a Lee Daniels, and at time like a Bill Cosby, when you have the people at the helm of our of our communities and they were saying things like when you have Lee Daniels and it's questionable if he has love for black women, when you have a woman named Oprah Winfrey and we're not looking at the big picture, y'all, but Oprah Winfrey seems to have a problem with black women. Why does she have a problem with Whoopi Goldberg for over 20 years? Why does she have a problem with Ayala Van Zandt? But then when she brought Ayala's home, the cameras went all through it to see what Oprah did for this woman. Well, I know there are a couple of white people Oprah Winfrey has brought homes for. We've never seen the cameras go through their homes. Never seen it. And when you have Brother Tyler Perry sitting at the helm, but you have this man saying, no, I won't pay fairly, but I'll pay more than you ever gotten. These are the people at the helm. When you have Will Packer, who is now one of the biggest producers in Hollywood, you can't take nothing from that brother. Nothing. He's probably one of the highest paid black producers in Hollywood. But ask the talent that works for him. Ask them what are they getting. And when we refuse to stand for our people, when we get to a place of proverbial power, that's when it hurts the most. Because then it starts to feel like, the quiet implication is there can only be a few, and by there only being a few, what you don't want to do is allow someone to come and get your spot. You want to take it? Let's, let's, let's go to the lines, baby. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? Hey, boo, it's Nurse Nick. Hey, Nurse <laughs> Nick. What's up, mama? <laughs> what's up, Mo? What's up, Sid? How you doing? Talk to us, baby. I'm good. Okay, well, this is so freaking weird because I just thought this two days ago. Um, it's it's a test, y'all. It's all a test, and I'm going to bring it home like this. The things that you're going through, Mo, I went through it in the workplace, right? Mm-hmm. Standing up, telling them this is wrong, that is wrong. So I was looked at as a troublemaker. She always complained, this and that. Everything that I've been trying to tell these people for two years, when you looked at as a troublemaker, she just thought and shit, she's just miserable. All these things they say about you, what makes you feel good in the end is when all that shit come to pass. Come on. When it all come to pass and when they was getting lawsuits and people got tired and was just saying, this is happening, that's happening. And then they had to look at me and apologize and say, Nicole, you tried to tell us last year. Mm. You tried to tell us two years ago. Mm. We are so sorry. To the point where as now, I got a damn promotion. Come, Come on. on now. Come on. Give it up. Give it up. So the nights that 
I cried the nights that I walked into work and couldn't hold my head up because I'm like, God, what is this? You know, everybody looking at me as if I'm a troublemaker, as if I just want to start shit. God, what is this? You know, am I doing something wrong? What are you doing to me? You got me looking crazy in these workplace streets. And it was a test. I'm telling you, it was a test. Mo, it's just a test. Don't shut up. Keep doing what you're doing because in the end, when all this shit come to pass, all those people that's talking shit about you and your man that we all love so much, you motherfuckers act like they hate his ass, but they know they love you, Sid. They know they love you, baby. <laughs> but they're going to have to come to y'all gracefully and bow the fuck down and say, you know what? Y'all two motherfuckers was right. That's why we love you, Nurse Nick. Come on. Oh, and I promised love myself. You. I said I you, was now not. You, now you know you made Monique cry. Oh, no! Let me tell you something, Nurse Nick. And then oh. don't don't mess around and do... See what your, your, oh. your power, it's the power of love. See, we can, take a, we can take a fight all day long, but don't do the kindness, the love. It melts us. I'm going to tell you something. Tears. We love you for that. Yes. When I'm standing in the closet with my husband, and I said to him the other day, because we were at the dinner table with our kids, and they don't really understand the magnitude of mm-hmm. what mommy and daddy are dealing with, right? Mm-hmm. And I said in the closet, I said, Daddy, I said, you know, the boys really don't understand the magnitude of what this shit is. And he looked at me and said, Mama, neither do we. <laughs> I know. He said, but what we're not going to do is we can't stop. I know. And I say this to the sisters that's listening right now. And the brothers. And the brothers, because I can't tell yes. you how many sisters have said, stand with your man. And I can't tell you how many sisters have said, Monique, you need to walk away. Mm-mm. And when I get my sisters that call up and say, Monique, that motherfucker sitting next to you, that's yes, the ma'am. real one, baby. That's the real one. And when you say yes. they don't want to love them, but they got to love them, I know yep. that. I know that. And that's why I said to him some years ago, please, I need to share you with the world. Because once Amen. they get a load of you and once they know, oh, the love that you yes. bring and it will save people's lives if they allow it because never. Listen, Nick, you know me and you was wild firecrackers. We <laughs> yes, will ma'am. blow some shit up. We'll set it off. But this man yes, has calmed my spirit in a way mm-hmm. that he has said to me, Mama, you ain't got to fight with anger. All you got to do is keep telling the truth. And if yep. this man wasn't by my side, I'm telling y'all some real shit from my heart. I don't know what I would say to Oprah Winfrey. I don't know what I, I would say to Tyler Perry. I don't know what I would say to Lee Daniels because y'all have fucked with my livelihood and you mm-hmm. fuck with how we take care of our family over what you know is a lie. But then you yep. got a man to grab you by your hand and say, you know, we're going to be good. You know, when Ooh. it's all said and done, we're going to be good. So we got to go through these bumpy roads right now. We got to go through y'all ain't shit. And we got to go through all of that. But I know when it's all said and done. I know when it's all said and done, Nurse Nick, with everything in me. We'll see you at the top. We're going to see you right there, baby. And we're going to build a goddamn hospital, Nurse Nick, so you can run the shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
Thank you for calling. We back. love you, baby. Love you too. Oh, let me take my glasses off on that one. Because, and I want to say all women, how do you fight kindness in a world that can act so mean? Love your goddamn husband and your family. That's how you stay kind. Well, first, in addition to that, love yourself. Come on. You got to love yourself. And you got to love yourself enough to demand the best for you. When people hear you speaking up, they don't realize, especially like Nurse Nick, being in the workplace, they don't realize when she was speaking up, she was speaking up for them. Come on. They looked at it like she was speaking up for her. But now they're able to reap the benefits that she spoke up for. Come on. That's all that's being done right now. That's all that's being done right now. How do you stay kind in a world that can act so mean? Let's go to the lines and talk about it. Hey, my sweet babies, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? Hello? You know, I believe in my heart, Daddy. One day Oprah going to call the show. Let her call. We would love it. Because, again, you can't be mad at an individual. And, and, and we've spoke about this before, but it is better to understand than to be understood. Mm. And oftentimes, we want people to understand us so bad. But if you understood why they did not, it would bring a level of calm to you. Come on, baby. And what happens is when you see individuals that are buying into Oprah because she is a media, media mogul, and she is. You can't take anything away from her because she's invested her life in being a, into being a media mogul. Yes. However, what happens is you can't get your food, your spiritual food, and be told how to embrace relationships from an individual who I watched her interview Jennifer Hudson after she had been engaged for two years, and she said to her, Girl, when you going to get married? You've been engaged for two years. But what happens is when you are high on the pedestal, people sometimes are reluctant to tell you the truth because had she said that to someone that was going to be real. Well, see, Jennifer was being respectful. I, we get that. But had that been Monique, she would have said, um, being that you met Stedman, when the Emancipation I'm Proclamation <laughs> was not. first signed. I'm not. And y'all still not married. How do you ask that question without your tongue falling out? I, I'm, I, how do you ask that question without your tongue falling out? I'm going to tell you how. Go ahead. I am the great Oprah. Oh, okay. And I can ask anything I want to ask. Okay. And what you can't do is ask me anything back. See, what I do know about this woman is... Gently... She's done a lot for people. She has. And what we've gotten confused with, what you give in material, we always think that's your heart. Sometimes what you give in material is for the cameras to see, look what I've done. Come on. Not so much this is from my heart. Because when you do something for a sister, you don't bring cameras around. When you do something for a sister, when you make up with a sister, and y'all got to go through what y'all got to go through, okay. But then you don't say, now look what I did for her. See, to me, that's 
in my humble opinion, that I'm not giving from my heart. I'm giving for the cameras. I'm not giving for my heart. I'm giving for the headlines. And when you have people to say in the room right now, and we appreciate all of your comments. We appreciate y'all coming and hanging out with us. And when you say Oprah got too much money to fool with Monique, that's the problem. See, we looked at the bag and we thought the bag was the answer. And once that bag became the answer, we didn't give a fuck about nothing else. We don't care about what they say, their character, their integrity, their respect, their pride. They just got the money. But again, the truth always come out because we know a man named Harvey Weinstein. And that went on for 30 years. And we ask this question. If an individual tells you that you were not wrong for not promoting a film, and that they were going to come out and tell the world that you were not wrong. But they were not going to bring Lee into it. And they were not going to bring Oprah into it. And they were not going to bring Lionsgate into it. The question I would ask you is, if they all stood together as they had, and one comes out and tells the truth, how can they all not be culpable in the same crime? And that's why, again, we don't have to be unkind. We don't. Because what's on our side is what, Daddy? The truth. That's and, what's on our side. And we have a tendency of leaning on the truth like it's a, like it was a crutch. And someone just put, because we want to educate the people, what does Oprah have to do with Netflix? Let me put it all in a nice bow for you. Kid it. We as women of color in Hollywood, we're already paid less. It's already unequal. It's already inequality. That's nothing new. Well, what happens is when Lee Daniels, Tyler Perry, Mm -hmm. Oprah Winfrey, Lionsgate, they put out that I'm difficult, I'm demanding, I'm hard to work with. Well, that took an effect on my career because people started buying into, oh, she's hard to work with. Y'all heard the caller say when people say don't fuck with them because they ain't hot right now. So that took an effect on my livelihood. And when you have that, And you have those people that sat back and they said nothing and they just let it happen. That's why we've got to keep pushing forward. We don't have to say nothing nasty. Nothing. When I'm on that comedy stage, I'm unapologetic. It's the comedy stage. But right now as we're talking to y'all, all the interviews we've done, we don't ever have to be nasty to our brother, brothers, or our sister. Ever. And there are things that are hidden in plain sight. All you got to do is look at the Don Lemon interview that Lee Daniels had. And he said what Monique wouldn't do is play ball. But the craziest thing about it, good folks, do you find it odd that people are saying how difficult she is, but you're not meeting they? Who is they? Because we've been looking for they. Didn't Bernie say who the fuck is they? Who is who the fuck is Who they? Who is they? Because just like with Harvey Weinstein, wouldn't it, would there not be a line of people that would be bold enough to speak up and tell the world how Monique and I just kicked them, took the sandwich, Please. slapped it, didn't do... We've asked those people to come forward. Where, where are they? But we live in a world that all they have to do, and the analogy I give is there was a movie called Silence of the Lamb. And in that movie, Hannibal Lecter got the policeman that was coming in there checking on him. And the next scene, 
you see the policeman strung up with his arms up. Now, what made Jonathan Demi so brilliant in doing that piece was if you saw him hanging that man up, you would have said, that's some phony ass shit. He can't hang nobody up there like that. Mm -hmm. Well, how can he do that? But the fact that when you came back, you saw him hanging there, he was really there, wasn't he? So now you were able and you were forced to configure in your mind how he was able to do that and you believe that. So what happens is when you call an individual difficult without seeing the difficulty, you just see them strung up as being difficult. Now you start to form in your mind what made them difficult. You didn't have to see what made her difficult because nobody's speaking specifically. She was demanding. Well, what did she demand? More uh, M&M's, the blue ones? All I wanted was buffalo wings. Okay, that damn. Damn, with extra spicy sauce. That's it. You know, I got that, that. And, and sometimes I asked for a 20-piece because it was me, Rob, and Tommy. We wanted to split the wings. Well, that was being demanding. And But that's it, y'all. And see, when I see... I see some of the comments in the room and they're saying, well, sometimes you got to take two steps back to take a foot forward. Sometimes you got to just go. Listen, we keep hearing that same bullshit over and over and over again as women of color in Hollywood. Well, you just got to step back. Well, you just got to fuck that. We're taught of taking two steps back. We're taught of sitting down. We're taught of on the next time. We're taught of building up your resume. We're taught of that, my sweetness. So whatever job you do in your life, you keep taking two steps back. You do it. And here's... Another funny note. What was the sister's name that that uh, uh, I guess she got a new Netflix deal and she was white, but she pretended to be that black. She was black. What's her name? Rasa Dolazai. Dolazai just got a Netflix deal. Now I don't know if this is true or not, so let me put that on there before I say it. But from my understanding, someone said they offered her the same thing they offered you to do. Your comedy special. They offered for her documentary, $500,000 for a documentary. Now you're going to give a woman who's white pretending to be black $500,000 for a documentary. Again, I cannot put a stamp on it because I don't know that's what the word is out there right now. So when people say, and and I'm glad you said something about that, Daddy. When people ask me, because in some of the interviews I've been doing, they said, you know, don't you think the boycott was extreme? Yes. Y'all got it from me. The boycott is extreme, but isn't inequality extreme? Come on. Isn't injustice extreme? Isn't sexism extreme? Isn't racism extreme? So when y'all say it's extreme, I agree. And old Rachel, what she found out was if the rumor is true, that it's better to pretend to be a black woman than to be a black woman. God damn. You want to take so it to what the if I go back and pretend to be a white woman? Well, I get that thirteen million. Let's go back to the lines. Hey, baby, you on with Monique and Sydney? Who's this and where you calling from? How you doing, darling? This is Maurice Docker calling from um, Mississippi. Hey, sweetness. Talk to us, brother. Hey, man. First and foremost, I just want to say to both of you guys, I am so proud and so inspired by what both of you have done throughout these last couple of months. Um, I met you actually on your talk show. We get, we hugged up, um, when I was staying in Atlanta, but I just want to say first and foremost, I tip my head off to what you guys have done throughout this whole process. And 
the people that are going out their way to throw shade on, especially our people who are throwing shade on you guys, saying that what what she needs to lead of her husband, and he's messing up the whole thing. Always remember this, babe. In this day and age right now, a black unified couple going against obstacles is damn near a foreign language to our own people. Mm. Come on. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Maybe that's a quote of the day. I I sent that text to you um, about a week ago, and you have retweeted, and I I appreciate you for doing it because that's the I'm looking. My thing is I'm young, and I'm an aspiring actor and aspiring um, voiceover artist, but at the same time, I'm looking at the bigger picture of what you're doing. And the process is, what you're doing is being a fighter. Because nine times out of ten, when some of these uh, black uh, artists get blackballed, you don't hear anything from them. And they, they, but they'll say to themselves, why the industry don't want to mess with me? But you just got to the point where you're like a Rocky Bell boy. Okay, I got hit. Let me get myself back up, dust it off, and fight again. That's you it. know, it's reasons that people like you and a dang dash exists in the world. They claim that, you, you know, you guys have been blackballed. But basically what y'all have done is become the Nat Turners of this industry wow. to just say, you know what, we're not about to take this shit no more. We're going to fight. That's it. That's we it. love you, you know baby. We love mm. you, good sir. Thank you. And I just w- thank you, bro. I just wanted to say I appreciate it. Y'all be blessed. Keep this thing fighting. And, you know, we're going we gonna to hold it down for you. That's Always. what's up. Thank you, my baby. Oh, Come on. That's why. Because we also have three kings in the making at our home. We also have three kings in the making. And that's why for me and my husband, we got to keep standing. Because what we don't want is, what we don't want is for our sons to look at us and say, what did y'all do? What did y'all do? Like, what, 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 what did y'all do? And so many of our babies are now looking and saying, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? And right now, in our community, in my humble opinion, it's become about the bag. It's not become about the family. It's not become about our educations. It's become about getting the bag and getting that bag by any means necessary and being a mogul and how much can you get and how much can you be on and if you're not working five jobs and you ain't reveling and if you're not, because that's what we're putting out there in our community. See, when you see our sister Oprah, and I'm not knocking nobody for what they do, but when you see Oprah on her magazine, on her network, in the 60 Minutes, and she's doing this and she's doing that. The subliminal message is, you better work your ass off. Work, work, work. When you see Brother Steve Harvey working 10 jobs, you better work your ass off. When you see Tyler Perry writing, directing, acting, starring, cameraman, craft services, the boom guy, the sound guy, the engineer. Craft services. Everything. When you see that, what that says to our babies is work your ass off. And what it's saying subliminally is, in my humble opinion, fuck your family. And when you get penalized because you tell a group of individuals and an entity that I'm going to choose my family over fame and then your community says you're crazy, it's because we've forgotten how to be a family because folks will say, Y'all are crazy. But when did black men from slavery get Mm -hmm. an opportunity 
to stand in there with their family because you could be taken away from your family. Come on. Then what people don't know about is a lost part of history that was worse than slavery called the peonage period. Come on. Where back in the day you had a level of safety if you were a slave because your master paid for you and he didn't want to destroy his property. But during the peonage period, you could just be a black man or a black woman walking down the street and a white man would walk up to you and say, you owe me money who you've never seen before. And he'd pull a gun on you. And when he pull a gun on you, well, you know, in America, you always get a court case. But you're going to go meet with his brother-in-law because he's the judge. Come on. And you've been sentenced to work his property until he says goodbye. And then you sign a documentation that allows him to do everything inclusive of killing you Come on. if he so chooses. So when you have this era in time and it wasn't ended until a white man was beaten to death, then that's when it was ended. So at what point did we as people of color get an opportunity to start unifying? But there were those individuals that were able to read between the lines and mm -hmm. understand that the real win was not wearing nice clothes and living in a big house and having money. The real win was no matter what, we stick together because there's a lot of people that make a lot of money, and I've seen it. It was very interesting. And then you see them walking their dogs because they're not walking with their mate. Nor their family. Nor their family. And that is people's choice and people's right. But what I will say again is we got to be careful. We're, we're getting our souls fed mm -hmm. because I can't, for me personally, it's hard for me to tell you something that I've never walked through. It's hard for me to tell you how to love if I've never received it. It's hard for me to do that. And when you know our stories, when you know our stories, you say, well, when did you develop all of this? When did all this happen? Or are those lines that's just being read? And when they are lines that's just being read, that's called the Wizard of Oz. That's called the Wiz. That's called you got to go behind the curtain. So, again, how do we stay kind in a world that could act so mean? We've got to know who we're looking at. And here's the craziest part of all of this. I liken it to what we were saying earlier about the interview we were supposed to do with Brother Franksky, but we explained to him truthfully, if you don't want to be in a position where you uh, may be hearing some things that make you uncomfortable about your partner on the radio, you may not want to have us on. And in the process of it, Brother Reggie Rouse, who was in charge of all this, it, good brother, good brother, I was sending them an email and it kept bouncing back. And what happened was, you're like, well, are you, is he blocking me? What's, what's going on? And then I realized I simply did not put a period in between his name and the rest of the information. And what I then said to them was, my apologies. I didn't put this information in and I want to apologize to you in reference to, you know, that. And what happened was after I apologized, I noticed I was still alive. Mm. There was no skin loss mm. off of my ass. Let me see. It's still there. Still there. Yeah. I wasn't hurting. In fact, there was a level of lightness because 
I realized I had made a mistake and humbly, I wanted to let them know that I did that. And what we're simply saying is, it is very easy to apologize Mm. and come out and say, listen, you know what, Monique? This is Oprah speaking. Oh, this is Oprah. Hi, Oprah. That I want to apologize to you for bringing your mother on a show uh-huh. and your daddy on the show yeah. whose ass was drunk. As a motherfucker. As a motherfucker. Yes. And your other brother oh, on the show. and then he went to jail. And when I only told you that, I was going to have the brother that molested you on the show. That's what you said. Now, who writes this? Who can write this? We're your hero who... You first saw in Baltimore, Maryland, Oprah Winfrey will one day will one day have your mama and your daddy and then again Allie. Come on. <laughs> I'm your pusher, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like how you pulled that around. Okay. So who does that? But if she simply said, I owe you an apology, I owe you an apology, guess what we would say? What would you say? I would say, sister. Now, see, here's the thing, too. Because I can talk directly to Oprah. Because you know it's going to go viral. Viral. I would say, sister, your apology is accepted. However, I would ask, what should happen with the last eight years of my life? That's all. And when you do apologize, what is it that you're apologizing for? Because the one apology she did give, I want to play it fairly, If you think I did something to offend you, don't give me no bullshit ass apology because you know it ain't what I think. You know it's what it is. So again, so that let me be clear to the world. Me and Oprah Winfrey have no beef. Oprah's older than me and I'm 50 and I'm too goddamn old to have a beef with anybody. What is happening with Oprah Winfrey, Tyler Perry, Lee Daniels? They're not standing up and be the integral people that we know they are. They're not standing up, and they're not being the people that we know they should be. And I know a lot of you are saying, Monique, but it's Oprah. Sydney is Tyler. Monique and Sydney is Oprah, Tyler, and Lee. If it was... Manny, Moe, and Jack. It would be the same thing, baby, because it's called the truth. And the moment, y'all, we stop being so afraid of somebody's bank account... And we stop being afraid of their position and we just deal with them as human beings. I believe the world will become a much kinder place. And you do them a favor by allowing them to understand that they, too, have an expiration date. See, we can't put people above us that are mere mortals, too, Mm. all because they may be billionaires. Because at the end of the day, which one of us doesn't and will not Transition. Now, listen, in any event, if any of them get to flying, if they just stand there and take the fuck off. Now, we might have a different conversation. We're going to have one. That's all. But until then, we're going to keep standing in the truth. Let's take this last call. Hey, my baby, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? Oh, my God. There she go. There she go. (laughs) We knew it was you, baby. God damn. My fingers are, 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 are cramped. You know, I, I, I was like, you know what? I'm not giving up, damn it. I'm not giving up. Don't give up. <sighs> what? See what happens when you don't give up? You get through. Talk that's to That's why us. I follow you. And that's why I follow my uncle. Because Talk. you two have taught me that. 
big time. I mean, I've been following y'all forever, forever. And it'll be another forever before I ever have to stop. Mm. You know, you, this is how I stay kind and the world is so cruel. I turn into your show every Thursday. I bust my ass to call in because this is my release. This is my therapy. And this is how I learn to stay kind. Because like you, Auntie, Uncle pulled me back. He pulled the reins every time. <laughs> and you've seen that. You've, you've heard me call in crying. Yes. And Uncle will say, okay, now, now, Israel. And I'm like, damn, Uncle's sitting on the porch in his rocket chair. Now, Israel. <laughs> yes. You'd be like, shit, I want to be mad. You know, damn it. <laughs> but, you know, but like whenever he does that, I'm like, all right, Uncle. All right. This is why my auntie married you, because she knew. She knew from back when y'all were best friends in school that you always had her back, and you will always have our back. Black, white, green, orange, purple, dots with orange spots, you will have our back. Mm. Talk to him. Now, if only the rest of the fucking world can see this. You know, I, I, I don't understand how, I don't, I don't know how more clearly you got to paint this picture. You know, I just want to have... I, I just want to say a few more things really quick. I know y'all are busy and you got to go because the show's almost over. But it took me forever to call in, so damn it. Not play. Go on, <laughs> say it, baby. Okay, when it comes to Miss um, Winfrey, because I don't call her Oprah. I don't know her like that. I don't want to know her like that. So I call her Miss Winfrey. When it comes to her calling in or whatever, unless it has to do with ratings, I doubt if she'll call. <laughs> when it comes to... Um, 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 Steve Harvey, we knew where that was from the beginning, so we don't expect that to ever change. Okay, when it comes to you stopping and you, Uncle, not backing her, fuck the rest of the world. We know better. Mm. What you two have is what the rest of the world is thriving for, desperately seeking. They want what you have, that constant togetherness, that stick to Mm-hmm. That unabashed, I don't give a fuck, I'm going to stand by her no matter what. If we got to die hungry together, we're going to die hungry together. Come on, baby. That's what's up. Come on. That's what's okay, up. and I understand that if, if, if us and our children got to sit here and scratch our asses with the coal on the ground, we're going to do so because you know what? We can do that with our heads held high knowing that we didn't give up or give in. Mm. And that's why we come on this show every Thursday and we support you. That's why we're here. That's why we go to all of your goddamn shows. Because out of all the folks who are in Tinseltown, you are the only one that's real and transparent. We have physically hugged you at every show. You stand there in them goddamn four-inch heels, and you don't even take them off. You stand right the fuck there. And you hug every single... That line at the Apollo is all the way from the, from the door entrance of the Apollo all the way to the back of the damn wall, where the wall is. That's where we had to stand, at the end of the line. And then I said, honey, my back is killing me. And she said, okay, well, let's go find Kim, and we go to the front. We went to the front, and you said, come here, babies. Okay, <laughs> but that line was there. Yes, it was, And you will stand there until everyone has received love from you. You won't get that shit from Winfrey. I went to the open class when it was in New York. Okay, if I even saw her ass, you saw her ass. Okay? (laughs) No one gets what they get from you, and no one will ever get that. 
because you're the only one who's on here every, you've been on this whole week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and today, doing your exercises for free. You know, baby, I, I and th- this is why I love you, because you love on us so hard, but I want to make sure we also give credit where credit is due, and it's a woman named Patty LaBelle. I didn't start oh, God, this. Yeah. I saw that woman, Isra, at a show, and you're talking about a line. You're talking about mm. a line, baby. And I watched this woman hug every person like it was the first person in line. And then I waited for the line to go down before I got in the line. And then when it was my turn, that woman hugged me and held on to me like I was the first person in that line. And that mm. night I made a promise to the universe, if I'm ever in that position, I will do what that woman did because I know how special it made me feel. So me doing that is my honor and my salute to a woman named Patty LaBelle. And well, honey, you are doing her justice. I'm sorry, Uncle. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, and to bring that home, when years later her cousin is at a concert and she sings, You Are My Friend. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Monique's picture comes up. That's why, Isra. I know, baby. I know. We don't I have know. no worries, baby. We don't I have know. no worries. We don't have no fear. We don't no. have no apologies to give for standing for what's right. Because mm-hmm. when you meet those kind of legends and icons, mm-hmm. and they wrap you up in their arms, and they say, keep going, baby. Keep going, baby. And that's before that woman even knew who I was. When she hugged me and she whispered my ear, keep going, keep going. So what we going to say to everybody else? Keep going. Just keep going. Every time you call in Israel, when you hang up this phone, keep going because shit can get hard and it can get difficult and it can get stressful. But when you say, y'all, this is my fucking therapy. I call in every Thursday. I listen to this show every Thursday to keep Mm -hmm. me sane. Well, see, Israel, I get it around the clock. I don't have to wait to Thursday. I get this man every day and every night. I wake up to him and I go to bed to him. And Mm -hmm. I wake up to a man that's full of nothing but love. And I go to bed with a man that's full of nothing but love and integrity and pride. So with all of that, not just for your ears, but for everybody listening, please Mm -hmm. know we good, baby. No doubt. Because you can't fuck with that thing called L-O-V-E. We love you, mama. You know we way over time. I love you, babies. And we'll see you on... Made it 12. The Apollo. Yes, and we're going out to eat afterwards. We're going to do it. (laughs) That's what's up. We love you, mama. I love y'all. And for all of y'all, baby, we have gone over the time. We want to thank y'all. We want to thank y'all for spending this time, your moments, even for the ones that come into the room and they're full of confusion. We appreciate you staying because what that says is you're hearing something, baby. You're taking away something. You're taking away something, even if it's your ass back to <laughs> <laughs> the hole you crawled under. <laughs> now, how do we wrap up a show of kindness? We, we, hey, and you done told them you take don't their get, ass. I didn't tell them take it. I said, wherever <laughs> rock that they crawled under. Now, let's, let's leave them with some positive. So listen, y'all, March 31st. This is positivity. This is kindness. This is how do you stay kind in a world that could be so mean? You come to the comedy show on March 31st at Grand Prairie, Texas, the Verizon Theater. It's the April 4th. Fool's Comedy Jam. And let me tell y'all something. It is myself, Jess Hilarious, 
J.J. Williamson, D.C. Youngfly, Darnell Rawlins, and Tone X. Y'all don't even understand what kind of show y'all going to get that night. So we want to thank y'all for listening. We want to thank y'all for playing with us. We want to thank y'all for staying open. Tell a friend. Tell another friend. Tell 10 more friends. And always remember, the mind is like a parachute. It is no good unless it's open. We love y'all. For free. Thank you, my babies. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 